Welcome to the Reform Journal Podcast, the Poetry Edition, where we engage with the world of contemporary poetry from a generously reformed perspective. Find us at reformjournal.com. This is the Poetry Edition of the Reformed Journal Podcast. We come to you regularly to listen to a poet read a poem and talk about where the poem came from. I'm Rose Postma, and today our guest is Lori Klein. Lori is the author of Where the Sky Opens and Bodies of Water, Bodies of Flesh, a winner of the Thomas Merton Poetry Prize and a Pushcart nominee. Lori blogs monthly at lorikleinscribe.com. Today we're talking with Lori about her poem, You Could Call This Mercy. Welcome, Lori. Hi, Rose. Nice to be here. Why don't you just dive right in and read us your poem, You Could Call This Mercy. All right. You could call this mercy. Overnight, new toadstools shoulder through sodden grass, the way sorrows emerge one after another. Traveler, in a season doubly scented by windfall, apples, and creeping rot. Please, sidestep the lone, wet leaf, beaded with dew like tiny mirrors. Though a shifting glance might call to mind echoes of untended harm from someone who loved you less well than they meant to. Let each pendulous tremor, evoked by your footfall, nudge you toward all that remains unresolved, unborn. Thank you. And so tell us, where does this come from? What led you to this poem? Oh, what a wonderful question. I had been reading about toadstools and the magnificent fungal networks that are going on right this minute under our feet all over the planet. And I got to thinking about something Twyla Tharp, the choreographer, once said. She believes that everyone has a preferred focal length. Some of us love vistas. Some of us like the micro world. We're looking for little patterns and that becomes part of our spiritual practice. Which is why I think I saw the leaf. It was a maple leaf. I was walking with a group of women and no one else saw it. And it still held morning dew. It was seed pearled with light. It was alive. It was evanescent. It was unforgettable. And so I stored the image away in my mind and I went home and Something I'll tell you about the way I write, which is really inefficient, is that I write toward discovery. I don't want to know what the ending is when I start. I want to bring in something surprising. I want to discover something surprising. So if I have any idea where the poem might be heading, that's a pretty good signal to me. It probably ought to be the title or the launch pad for the next version. So I got to writing about toadstools and that leaf came in and I kept writing and I just started thinking about the little nudges uh, from God's elbow that summon us toward healing, toward forgiveness, toward discovery, 
all those little mercies that are new every morning. And so thinking about some things that happened in my own family kind of helped me move that poem toward a place I never expected it to go. That's beautiful and really helpful, I think, as we think about this. So you talked a little bit about the title and how you write to almost find that title or to find that discovery. Um, I'd love to know more about your sort of your process, particularly your lines. You have a lot of really nice little short lines here. And I always think that the line length is one of the hidden things to really explore in a poem. So how did you come to that? Was this always in short lines? What are your thoughts about how you choose that, particularly in this poem? Oh, what an excellent question. And you're right, because it would be different for every poem where the line breaks fall. I think with hindsight, I would say, well, you've walked out into your yard and seen a whole crop of toadstools appear, right? Like abracadabra overnight. There they yes. are. They're totally <laughs> and slimy. And those tall spindly stems and then the sort of fat cap on top. And so I wanted to catch the wonder of the overnightness, the startlement, the wonder of that. And so I wanted that word to stand all by itself. And then I thought, well, the reader has to be grounded. They have to know, so what happened overnight? So then comes the noun. But as I kept writing and thinking about their action, shouldering through, I wanted to create suspense. But I also wanted the poem to be the shape of a toadstool, the long, skinny stick, mm. and then the title being sort of overhanging it. And so I think those two things kind of work together to give me these short lines. I will say I'm a great believer in every line needing to earn its space and needing to be intriguing all by mm -hmm. itself. And so that was another goal was to make each line pull you to the next one. Kind of like the way God's mercies every morning pull you onward on the path. Yeah, well, and that's funny you said that. I didn't see the toadstool when I read it, but now that you say that, that's a really helpful image as I think about it on the page or on the screen. I found as I was reading it, those short lines just drawing me through, like being drawn down a path. There's a sense of discovery with those short lines that draws you down through the poem that I, I really appreciated and what drew me to it. I'm wondering, after we've had a little background, if you could read it for us one more time. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. You could call this mercy. Overnight, new toadstools shoulder through sodden grass, the way sorrows emerge, one after another. Traveler, in a season doubly scented by windfall apples, and creeping rot. Please sidestep the low, wet leaf, beaded with dew like tiny mirrors. Those shifting glints might call to mind echoes of untended harm from someone who loved you less well than they meant to. Let each pendulous tremor evoked by your footfall nudge you toward all that remains unresolved, unmourned. 
thank you. And thank you for reading and being here. And I don't think that I'm ever going to think about the toadstools that pop up in my lawn the same ever again. <laughs> thank you, Rose. A delight to be with you. You can read You Might Call This Mercy and another poem by Lori at reformjournal.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Reform Journal podcast, the poetry edition. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And until the next time, explore all the great poetry on the Reform Journal website.